The ABC's word wizard, the Lord of Language. A word in your ear with Professor Rolly Sussex. Good morning, Rolly. The Lord of Language, <laughs> the, the weasel of words. <laughs> weasel of words. How are you? Have you had a busy week? Flat out, yes. Mm -hmm. I've been finishing a long and difficult paper on placebos. Oh, okay. We're That's another talk story. About that. Yes, okay. this is part of my pain and language talk thing. You love it. What are we talking about today? Japanese words? Yes, now you mentioned this to me. Before that, mm -hmm. there are a couple of interesting new arrivals from America. Oh, okay. Uh, the word laze, L-A-Z-E. Now, nice. this is a blend, and in a blend like um, smog, say you take smoke and fog and put the bits together, oh. laze is a mixture of lava and haze. Really? And it's what happens when the lava flows down and hits the sea. Now, is and it a scientific word or did they make this up? They've made it up, but it's now widely accepted because it's actually dangerous. Lays right. has got certain gases and things in it okay. which are actually injurious to people. Yeah. And, of course, in, in Hawaii at the moment on the Big Island, there is a lot of lava yes. flowing around. Mm. So people are being told to watch out for the lays. And, of okay. course, we, we've got a lays, you know, you lays around in English. It yeah. already exists. Yeah. This is a new word which they've produced by the process of blending and, you know, lava and haze gives you lays. And I think it's just as well we don't have la lava flows in Australia. No, I'd, yeah, I'd hate to bad. be involved in, um, you know, eruptions yeah. and oh, gosh, volcanoes yes. and stuff. Yeah. 1300 222612 if you have a question for Rolly Sussex on words and language. The next one is diplotainment, which is diploma and entertainment. That's another made-up word. It's another made-up word. It's another blend. You've taken two bits of two words and glued them together. Yes. But this is the media in America trying to work out what's happening with American foreign policy at the moment. And instead of being diplomacy or entertainment, they've put diplotainment because it's, it's entertaining but unpredictable. Right. As we heard a moment ago, <laughs> there, is the meeting on or off? Donald yeah. Trump. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. So, layers and diplotainment. The Americans are very, very productive mm. with language and have given us all sorts of things, including awesome, mm -hmm. uh, which yeah. I hope is on the wane. No, awesome. You it, hear it all the time. The kids got into it, didn't yes. they? And it's, it kind of, as the kids grow older, they don't, they don't leave it. Yeah. And it seems to me to be leaking upwards into the older generations as well. I've heard some people in their 50s saying awesome. awesome. Another one, absolutely. Oh, yes. Absolutely. The, the story behind absolutely is, is odd, and I don't know if it's true or not, but the, the story goes that Prince Charles was on air, and he wanted a word which was a little bit more emphatic than yes, and he said absolutely. And ah. everybody else did an emperor's new clothes and followed along. Right. And you know, absolutely has now become the standard sort of way for, you know, yes plus a lot of emphasis mm. plus a bit of put on. Mm. You know. yeah, I and think I, so. I hoped it absolutely was starting to peak and go down. It's it's holding in better than I'd like. It becomes a habit. It becomes a habit. In the language. Yeah. Mm. And again, after a while, saying just yes sounds almost feeble. Mm. No, unless you say yes of course yes yeah. of course but yeah. then that can be harsh sounding be harsh, harsh sometimes yes. yeah so um if you like absolutely has muscled in grabbed a series of the of the spectrum which we use for responding positively to something mm. and has pushed yes a bit sideways uh and then of course you get yeah and yup and yay and yeah oh and gosh there's others <laughs> let's go straight to the phones roly yes uh let's see david is in cairns hello david how are you this morning? Good, thank you. What did you want to ask Rolly? Oh, I want to vent my spleen and then have, <laughs> Ro have Rolly tell me that I'm wrong. <laughs> the, the word we're going to play with is orient. As oh, yes. Orient or orientate or orientated, which just grinds my gears. Mm -hmm. 
please. Okay. What is correct and what isn't? Unfortunately, both orient and orientate are accepted. The trouble, you see, orient means basically... Originally, it meant to the east, so you know you you organised that your religious building would be facing east, and that was Orient. That makes sense. Right, but unfortunately, the noun is orientation. What is the orientation of this building? Not the orientation. So once you've got orientation, people think, well, there ought to be a verb orientate, right? And that's called a back formation, where you get a, should we say, a longer word, and you derive another one which you think ought to be there, and suddenly it is. So, uh, Orient beats Orientate by about 8 to 1, according to Pam Peters. Now, gentlemen, I say it totally differently to you. I say orient Orientation. That's all right. Not Orientation. That's fine. Okay. Orient, oh, Orient. Oh, uh, it's a bit I, like I, economics, I economics. We've got a choice. Yes. Okay. Well, commentators of sport are always orientating the ball towards that. or And um, I just can't, I turn off. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, they are actually in the minority because orientate is... is uh, Pam Peters did this lovely study on Australian English, you know, the Australian English Style Guide, and she reports that orient is still winning by about eight to one. I'm happy. But, but <laughs> orientation, happy. orientate, I'm afraid, well, try and tell, tell the football commentators. <laughs> no, they make up words. <laughs> Thanks, David. Thank you, Raleigh. Have a okay, good day. Thank okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Veronica at Woodridge. Wood, I'll get that one out. Woodridge, Veronica, hello. <laughs> hello. Um, look, am I to be driven mad by the replacement of the word me, the simple two-letter word me, mm. with myself? I, and uh, I've been hearing it for several years now. Um, for example, you know, I, I can't particularly think of great examples right now, but it was no good for myself. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or Rolly and myself will go and have coffee. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ouch. All right. The, the trouble is that um, I, I think when children were at school and they say, John and me are going to the shops, and the teacher said, no, no, so it's got to be John and I. Yes, I always still and, have to think about that. And people get then confused about me, and they think that there's something wrong with me. Mm. Uh, you know, so they say they gave it to John and I, mm. rather than they gave it to John, John and, and me. me. Because if you take out John and, they gave it to me, so they gave it to John and me, yeah. right? Yeah. So me is, a, is kind of sitting under a cloud, and people tend to replace that with myself. Now, mm. the self ones have only got two uses. One is when you do something to yourself. So I dressed myself, I shaved myself, I washed myself, right? And the other one is an emphatic one. I myself do not really believe this. That's fine. Mm. But the one you're talking about is wrong. And uh, a supermarket near me actually had this. They handed out a little bit of paper. Mm. Uh, anyone with a complaint should see myself as soon as possible, oh. signed the manager. <laughs> and uh, I was almost on the point of writing to them and saying, unless you fix that, I'm going to take my custom elsewhere. <laughs> But you're quite right. Myself is, is creeping into the area where me ought to be. And uh, it's, it's an odd one because it, it, it isn't right. It doesn't belong. No. But Some it's, 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 it's getting much common. Yeah. yeah. You heard you replaced with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you yourself are quite right in this case. Yeah. Veronica. <laughs> Thanks, Veronica. Oh. Bye. Let's get a Mick on Russell Island. Hello, Mick. Good How are you? Good. Good. Uh, we understand uh, most of our information these days from radio or television. Yes. When you broadcast a word lorry to some people, it comes across as lorry on the radio. Mm. And uh, the same word to other people comes across, to the same person comes across as, I think it's curry on the, the TV or the radio, whichever it is. Is that that Laurel thing you're talking it's, it's about? It's the Laurel and Yanni thing, I think. Yeah. Um, this was 
produced by an 18-year-old high school student in the US, and he realized that if he played this through different audio devices, some people would hear Laurel and some people would have Yanni. Mm. And I know one person who heard it from his car radio one day and he said, that's Laurel. I played it on my phone to him ne the next day and he says, that's Yanni. Gee, okay. Uh, it, ten it depends a lot on the audio quality of the device you're using, if it's hi-fi or lo-fi. It depends to a certain extent on how old you are because Yanni has more high frequencies in the in the formants of the vowels mm. than Laurel, and uh, I'm getting older, so I heard Laurel and yeah, only so did Laurel. I. You so, did? Yeah, I heard Laurel, only Laurel. That makes me feel a bit better. <laughs> uh, but younger people, I wondered for a while whether it was gender-based, because a lot of women seemed to be hearing Yanni if they were younger. Ah. It does, I think, depend on partly on the quality of your hearing yes but mostly on the quality of the audio thing mm. and no a radio can be really lo-fi to really hi-fi and digital radio is very hi-fi mm. so it's an odd one but it does actually you think laurel yani have to be two totally different things yeah and there's probably a lot of words like that that would that the same thing could happen you know i'm not sure someone will have to research yeah. on that the, the odd thing is here that you, you either hear one or, or the, the other. other. Now, there are some visual um, illusions where you look at a picture and you see a, a, a black face on a white background and suddenly it's a white face on a background, mm, mm. White, black background. Mm. And it's almost as if your brain has gone flip from one to the other. I haven't heard anyone who's been hearing Laurel and suddenly starts right. hearing Yanni. It's okay. one or the other. Well, it's fascinated everybody, hasn't it? It's, it's been going on for ages well, now. It became, it became a mega meme. <laughs> oh, once again, like the gold and the blue dress. It did. Uh, That's or, exactly the other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, Roger has a curly one for us. G'day, Roger. Hi, how are you? Hello. Uh, but it's a word pronunciation. Yes. Bitumen mm. that the road's made from is yes. called bitumen. Now, we have always argue, my partner and myself, I call it bitumen, she calls it bitumen. Mm. I've never heard called bitumen before. No, no, I haven't either. Right. Okay. What's going on here is that it's the sound oo preceded by a T or a D or an S. And in English, our English, we tend, well, we used to say T, bitumen. Mm. But any sound spelled, sorry, pronounced fast enough will give you something like bitumen. It's a T, bitumen. Mm. And so people say a tune, if you're being careful, or a tune. Yeah. Ch, 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 all right. The Americans leave out the y. And so they say tune and dune. And I think they might say bitumen. I'm not sure oh, about do that. They? I'm not sure about that oh, one. Oh, okay. But bitumen is not listed in any Australian dictionary. That's what you can say to your partner, Roger. And I'm afraid we've got in the middle of a of a partner dispute, which we try not to. That's the only line he needs. Bitumen needs. is right. Rowley says it's not in any dictionary. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks very much. Buddy. Okay. All right, Roger. Thanks for that. Um, let's see. Let's go to Colin, who is at Homestead. Hello, Colin. Hello. How are you? Yeah. Hello, Hello Rowley. Morning. Um, there was another volcanic work, word I encountered the other day. They yep. were calling the the stuff. Vog. Mm. Oh. You know, that's another blend, and it's, oh, no. it's made up of volcanic and, and fog, right. or possibly volcanic and smog. Um, I'm not quite sure whether this is, is technically and chemically the same as lave or not, uh, lays or not, but uh, it, it's certainly another one, and it's very much American Hawaiian. They have a lot of trouble with these things. Thanks for reminding me. Thanks for that. But the Americans love putting words together. They love when couples go together, you know, Brangelina. They love oh, doing right. that type of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, what's this one? From sometimes I sneeze, <laughs> sneeze and cough at the same time, and I call it the snoff. snoff. Presumably, that's from 
from Rub. Anyway, let's go to Gordo in Kiranda. Hello, Gordo. Hi, how are you this morning? Good. What's your question for Rolly? Um, the misuse of, uh, or in the wrong context, re-imaging, mm. reimagining. Yes, that one gets okay, I, me. I can hear I can hear the one news bulletin, and one time they'll say re-imaging, and the next time they'll say reimagining. That's a good one. And yeah. It's used so often incorrectly. Um, I know they're spelt differently, so why can't they read what's put in front of them when they read these news items out? Uh, when you've got two words that are really close in pronunciation, uh, sometimes in front of a microphone you can have a moment of trouble <laughs> and the wrong one comes out. Um, and this has happened to us all from time to time. Yeah. One day I said pronunciation rather than pronunciation. Yeah. I can't believe you said that. Everybody was on the phone. Oh. Well, I, uh, mind and, and, and yeah. articulators had got mm. dissociated. Uh, no, you're quite right, Gordo. There, there are two... Reimagine actually does exist and reimage exists, but they tend to get them mixed up. Now, the reimagine thing I think mm. started with um, I don't know if it was songs or music that, that bands were reimagining something. I remember seeing it a lot when you're talking okay. about music. Um, mm. Yeah, Gordo? But reimaging okay. is, is sort of taking, taking another view yeah. of a visual thing. Yeah. No, you're that's quite right. Why, that's why I see it, but it gets used in, the word gets used in the wrong context. That's right, but they both exist. Mm. Yep. Okay. All Thank right. You. Thanks, Gordo. Thanks. Merv from Maribra. Hi, Merv. Oh, good morning, and hi, Rolly. Hello there. Uh, Rolly, I appreciate your thoughts on the word company, mm -hmm. uh, as used by just about every ABC announcer at the mm. end of their program. Uh, thank you very much for your company. It's been really great for your company. And, I mean, they're sitting in a studio. They don't mm. know who's, who's out there listening to them. And uh, we could all be axe murderers for, for the one of <laughs> Yes, that. could be. Well, Philip Adams says he's got an audience of one. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Who's called Gladys, yes. Yeah. No, I, I think it's, it's a way of including people in, in a friendly conversation. We need all the company we can get. Yes, <laughs> and there may be nobody there, but we hope there are. And the fact that you're on the phone shows that at least we've got one. <laughs> No, you're right. It's, it's a kind of, of hope, hopeful inclusive. Yeah, trying to include everybody, Merv. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank, thank you. Thanks for your call. John in Cairns. Hello, John. Good morning, Rolly and company. Hello there. <laughs> company. <laughs> I'll answer to anything. Well, thanks. yeah, Loretta's great company, but that's something different. <laughs> go on, John. A, a polar bear walks into a bar one day. Yeah, go on. And says to the barman, I'll have a Bundy. And there's a silence. And yes. Bear is looking for a word. And Coke. The barman says, What's with the big paws? Oh. I don't know. He says, I was born with them. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, John. Okay. 1300 if you have a question for Rolly Sussex. That's a pun. And that puns are typically words which are pronounced the same but spelt differently. There you go. Puns. See, you've got an answer for everything, Rolly. Tony at Dolby. Hello. Oh, hang on. Hello, Tony. Hello. What's your question for Rolly? Rolly, I grew up there in, uh, in the Horofanua for a while, and, and our local garage, it was also a light engineering shop, uh, which made ploughs for sowing yes. you know, the countryside. Yeah. Now, their name was Clough. Yes. C-L-L-O-O-G-H. Indeed. It always fascinated me that they weren't Cloughs Plus yeah. or Clough's Ploughs. That's yeah. right. And in fact, uh, Webster, who did the Dictionary of American English in 1828, decided that he'd had enough of this trouble with O-U-G-H, and he spelt plough, P-L-O-W. Oh, right. And that's the way the Americans still do it. Um, there are, I think, either seven or eight ways of pronouncing O-U-G-H. 
and there's through and thorough and trough and mm. uh, slough, slough and cloth and plough and others and clough uh, and they weren't they once were pronounced uh, but of course now they've they've got in in some dreadful sort mm. of mixture english, in modern english it, it can be confusing it for can people be. especially if they're just you know coming here from another country yes. and they're trying to learn english and all those the things the good news is that o-u-g-h is probably the worst yeah well what about i don't like I, and i always have to think about it it's Draft, D R A, isn't it D R A U G H T? Draft, yes, that's draft right. Yes. beer. Yeah, that's right. Yes. And I always have to think about it when I look. But there's at also that. a D R A F T, which right. is the draft, the military draft. Uh huh. Yes. Yes. Okay. And those are homophones because they're pronounced the same but spelt differently. And what about when I'm feeling a draft? You're feeling a draft. It's an A U G H T. Unless unless you're being taken quite rapidly into the army. <laughs> okay. Let's go to Gavin, who's at West End. Hello, Gavin. Hello, how are you? Good, thank you. What's your question for Raleigh? Well, I was listening to the opposition, Radio National, the mm-hmm. other day, and it was the book show. Part of the same family. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> a smaller I relative. <laughs> anyway, I suddenly they were interviewing an English author, and she was always saying, book. Mm-hmm. Book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, book. And then I thought, well, ghosts say boo, don't they? Yes. Right. We don't, uh, but we say book. Ghosts. Don't, you know what I mean? Yep. Yes, uh, the double O. Mm. Book is mm. actually the correct way to say it. Uh, no, it isn't. Um, ah. the The trouble is that the spelling um, in English doesn't always give you good good guidance. And there are three things going on here. Some some English dialects say book, um, and the official uh, standard is book. But in in England over the last twenty years, they've generated a new vowel, which is er. Oh. Uh, and they say Captain Kirk. Oh, do Kirk. they? Yes. Captain Kirk. So Captain they put Kirk the, and book. I can't even say it. It sounds like Kirk when I say it. It Captain sounds a bit Kirk. like I-R, yes. But if you listen carefully to really modern British speakers, the oo, what you've got to do is make an oo and then spread your lips a little bit. Oo, er, oo, er, oo, er, uh, and I Captain look, Kirk. I look like a wide-mouthed frog. No, no, no. no <laughs> not, just, just open your lips a little bit sideways and you'll get Kirk. Okay. It's become unrounded, as the, as the phoneticians say. Right. And they've, they've got a new pronunciation which wasn't there about 20 years ago. So even British English is on the move. Oh, well, uh, well observed, Gavin. Mm, okay. Mm. Lorraine is on the uh, Sunshine Coast. Hello, Lorraine. Hello, dear. How are you? Good, thank you. What's your question for Rowley? Well, Rowley, uh, I'm quite aged, uh, quite old really, but I don't like to say that. But uh, it really grinds me when I hear people say, you just use a bit of water. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a drop of water, I was, I was always led to believe. But at my age, I, was, I don't know if I had said, I want to drop a bit of water, by golly, I would have... You, know. mm. you would not have been welcome, no. no. The, <laughs> the, the bit of it usually has to be solids. I'll have a bit of butter, a bit of cheese. That's correct. Right? Uh, but liquids are usually drop off. Yes. But um, would you like a bit of this? Let's say you've got um, one of those gooey green drinks which is made up of lots of pulverised vegetables and so on. So bit of is now usable, I think, for thick liquids of certain oh. sorts. Um, but the little... You know, and, uh, you, you've got a big jug. Would you like a bit of this? Oh. It's, it's spreading, I think, from solids into liquids to yes. some extent. Okay. A bit of water still sounds very strange to me, though. Mm, it does. Raleigh Sussex is in the studio talking words and language. Greg is at Toowoomba. Hello, Greg. Hi, Raleigh. How are you? Hi there. Thank you. Um, I've got a question for you. The boss the other day, uh, you know when you've got a risk and 
mitigating circumstances yes. to reduce the risk. Mm. The boss the other day used risks and mitigants. Is mitigants um, a word? If the boss says it's a word, it's generally a word, but... Yeah, I'm afraid mitigants, A-N-C-E, isn't in any dictionary that I know. Um, it is mitigation. Yeah, it was spelled M-I-T-I-G-A-N-T-S, mitigants. Oh, people who are mitigating. Mm. Oh, um, I, don't, I don't know about a mitigant, uh, but it, it's theoretically possible because it mm. follows the rules of English. Mitigate, mitigant mm. would be all right. I haven't ever heard it, and, no. uh, but if you want someone who's doing it, you know, a person who is mitigating sounds an awfully long way round. Yeah, it sounds like one of those not other ones that people might have made up, you know, uh, yes. copied off another... Well, English at the moment is extremely creative, mm. and particularly in a case like this, it's following the rules of word formation, mm. right? Yeah. So litig litigate, litigant, yes, all right, okay. so why not mitigate, mitigant? Yeah. You've got a, pro uh, got a, a pattern... Uh, which can be taken as a kind of yeah. uh, license. I'll, I'll see if mitigant does does exist, and if particularly lawyers might know this one. Mm, okay. If anyone does know it, let well, me Guy know. Well, Guy Gibbons is coming in later on today. He might know. Okay. Um, let's get a couple more, Rolly. Tim at Young, uh, Youngabara. Hi, yes. Tim. Hello. How are you? Good. Lots from North Queensland today. Great. Uh, What's um, your question? Uh, well, I'm just wanting to see whether uh, you, you often hear politicians and, and bureaucratic people talk about signing off on something, yeah. which has always seemed to me to be a bit of a roundabout way of saying, I'm just going to sign it. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just wondering if, that's oh, yeah. the, uh, if, if I'm thinking uh, wrong or uh, no. right or right okay. It used to be sign, uh, but that simply means write your name underneath uh, with a possible sense of approval or the authenticating, end of like yes, mm. end, or, yep. But then I'm going to sign off. They used to say that a lot on radio, meaning mm. this is my goodbye line or the mm. way in which I terminate yes. a conversation or a program. But sign off on, I think, is um, it's probably American. The Americans like putting off putting these particles on the end. So you used to beat someone, then you used to beat up someone, and then you beat up on someone. Oh, yes. Right? Now you've got sign off on. And sign off on suggests to me that it's a fairly formal document and you're, you're in a position of authority, and if you sign off on something, you are authenticating that as a something which now can become policy or what the company's going to do. Mm -hmm. So I think sign is, is probably just simply putting your name at the bottom without any necessary idea of formality. Now, you've got to sign this letter or not. Yeah. Right? But sign off on is, I think, a... Done and dusted. It's, it's done and dusted. Yeah. It's corporate. Yes. It's legal. And it would give some sort of formality to the document itself. There is a difference. All right. Let's well take spotted. one more call. Rob at Mackay. Hello, Rob. Good morning, Loretta. Good morning, Rolly. Hello there. Rolly, I notice a lot when someone is addressing a group of people, mm -hmm. they say, how are we all? Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> how are you all? Yes. Okay. Uh, this is one of these inclusion things. Um, and uh, the doctor would sometimes say, well, how are we today? Now, how are you today can sound a little more in your face, you know, rather confrontational. How are we? It includes, includes as it were, the doctor himself. Mm. Uh, and, and so it's uh, a way of being polite. Uh, just as, you know, if, we, if you're giving a lecture, and, you know, as I do to, to groups of students, if we take this, meaning let's all of us suppose this idea together. If you take this... It's, it opposes me and you. Mm. So it's a, an inclusive thing, way, uh, trying to be perhaps a little bit less confrontation, a little bit more friendly.
All right. And, Rolly, we have a text message from mm. Richie in Nunda. Good on you, Richie. Um, what's the rule for capitalising the, the word Indigenous, mm. as in our Indigenous people of Australia? Is it a proper noun in that sense? Because it is Reconciliation Week. It is starting tomorrow. Mm. Uh, yeah, what, is the, what are the I rules? I think if, if it's an adjective, you know, the, the Indigenous practices, the Indigenous history, that's an adjective, it's just a lower case. But if it is replacing the word Aboriginal, mm -hmm. then I would have thought that the capital is now becoming increasingly common. And the word, by the way, Aborigine, yes. is now hardly used at all. Yeah. We're using Aboriginal as a noun. Why is that? I think uh, because the word Aborigine might have, like other nouns relating to ethnicities, mm. Um, I once had a call on this program from a lady who said, I don't mind being called a Jewish person. I'm a little bit uncomfortable with some people call me a Jew. Yes, yes, uh, Because I over the past, some ethnicities, names of ethnicities, mm. have been given certain additional meanings. Yeah. Um, Aborigine is certainly much in a minority now. Aboriginal is. is much more common. Mm. And I think in the case like that, you ask the people how they would like to be spoken about and spelt. Yeah. Out of respect. Rolly, we didn't get to the Japanese no. words, but um, we will do that next yeah, week. Yeah, we will because there's quite a few, aren't there? That there we've, are a few. that we've adopted. You know, we but drink sake. We drink sake, yes, and we have wasabi. We, we do and karate, sushi. Yes, we do. But is it karate? It's kar well, it's karate. Right. Uh, but we'll talk about that next mm. week because this is a, a really interesting story. Japan's been our major trading partner, or a major tra trading partner, uh, for decades now. And yet there's only 20 or 30 words relatively commonly mm. from Japanese and English, whereas there are thousands of English words in Japanese. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, like terebi for television. Oh, and, um, okay. Yeah. All right, Raleigh, what's your, your uh, final word? Uh, word this today? was actually a Japanese one which I prepared, which we didn't get to, but never mind. Knock, knock. Who's there? <laughs> Kyoto. Kyoto who? I will Kyoto any length to open this door. Okay, Rolly, I get it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Rolly Sussex, he joins us uh, every Saturday at 10 o'clock. Um, thanks, Rolly. We'll see you next week. ABC Radio, your local source of national and international news, weather, emergency information, sport and entertainment. With more than 50 radio stations around the country, ABC Radio is Australia's largest radio network providing local programming. ABC Radio engages with audiences through both analogue and digital radio services, streaming online and on your mobile via the ABC Radio app. ABC Radio, across Australia.